get the Pinot ready, because it's turd time. Life isn't all reality TV, but it should be. Everyone calls me Odie, like the dog on Garfield. The only difference is, I actually talk, and I'm not quite as stupid. Welcome to Bravo and Beer. That was a terrible show. Odie's got his double-sided dildo. Yep. And uh, Rico, to clarify, (laughs) we're not recording. Rico was talking about another podcast we did before this podcast, which he feels is a terrible show, meaning this is going to be the best Bravo and beer ever recorded. Yeah, we got all the the terrible, awkward pauses out of our system, and it's just going to flow... We're going to be eloquent. We're going to be erudite. We're going to be just—it's going to be beautiful for you. <laughs> erudite, whoa! Who knew he ran to the dictionary between I, shows? Yeah, I looked it up before the show. Wanted to drop it in there. <laughs> Very the way, impressive. He—he he only went to the E's though. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the Gary Larson calendar, except that uh, he's got a word of the day. By the way, Gary Larson and the Far Side are back. Do you know that? I don't, yeah, I know he went away. I didn't well, know he went away either. He's a fucking genius. But also, breaking news. Uh, my wife corrected us because, you know, we were talking about Britney saying that her weave costs $900. And we were like, that seems impossible. I, oh, you I said that. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I was kind of thinking that could be right. I, don't, I know nothing Where about are you? Weaves. Well, you didn't really say it too loudly then, so you couldn't I have believed it I guess I didn't. Just whispering didn't. it to yourself in your heart of hearts? Probably. Like when you lie in bed at night wishing that you were uh, an MLB star or that you won the Super Bowl, just yes. staring at the ceiling, lamenting your life and your, your wife and your child? Shame on you, Odie. Despicable. What a despicable person. Harsh. Harsh. We can't all be like you, Brian. <laughs> Just uh, content in your hopeless life. Like Content with my beer bong. And look, did you see I have a new beer bong? Are you happy about Looks this? Looks a lot like your old beer bong. No, the old beer bong was evil and designed by Satan uh, and or, I, I don't know, some sort of Chinese conglomerate to spray liquor and beer all over me every time. This one, I enjoyed that part as a show. whistle. Well, sadly enough, that that time may be over. I think we're relying just on John to to uh, use his anal beer. Yeah, bong this to... this one is definitely designed to spray beer on me. So I, I can't figure <laughs> out how to stop it. <laughs> Again, they're like those stupid Americans. Watch, we put this in here just to spray in their face. They're not going to figure it out. <laughs> your your accent was like three different. I know. I think I combined all the people on Ninety Day the other way together to one person. There, I combined submit. Uh, oh God, can't wait to talk about submit. Uh, combined submit and Jahoon and somebody else in that all together. Ah, Jahoon's just sad right now. We'll, he we'll get to is it. Sad. I like his mom just like started off defending. Hey, you're you're jumping all ahead. Right, right, we got right. a Let's format. Get, Let's I'm not even ready for you know. You just started pouring the beer in the funnel before I was even ready. Now I got foam still. This is bullshit. Well, you just gotta suck it up. Here we go. Bravo we beer go. episode nine. Let's do the beer bomb. Wow, I was first by a lot. Well, I, I had to scramble. Hey, yeah. so even after I talked about how not spilling anything, and I didn't spill out of the one end, when I went to lift it up to drink it, I spilled slightly out of the very top of my beer bong, 
And it happened to land on a beautiful print that my wife got me for my first Father's Day where she had a Futurama drawn, like a Futurama-style, Matt Groening-style cartoon drawn of me and her and the baby and the dogs. Mm -hmm. And, of course, I lift the beer bong up and Stiff sloshes off the top of the beer bong and lands on the print, like the, it's a second print, right on it and i was like fuck so i was scrambling why is the print like underneath your feet right now that's well so we have get. no we have a framed one and then i have one that's on a desk next to me you have a carpet you got a, a carpet a made out of one so you can walk all over your <laughs> yeah exactly likeness look at this isn't this cute though it's adorable there you go so no it's a, it's like a spare backup that i wanted to have framed to put in my den and it just the beer landed right on top of the envelope and i'm like oh my god so now i'm trying to dry it off and not destroy the fucking thing of all places it could have landed i think it's gonna be okay though I'm rubbing it on my I'm rubbing it on my beer gut right now to dry it off on my t-shirt. <laughs> it's fine. It made it out. It's survived. So anyway, yeah, be, but well, before we oh, are we going to say something else about your story that I didn't listen to because my mic fell over and I was untangling my cord or are you done with that part? I don't know if that's a sexual euphemism or if you're I, I'm not sure what to make of that statement. It's kind of odd that Rico's mic light is now pointed back at him, sort of lighting him up. I don't know. Yeah, yeah Rico doesn't know how to use his microphone, nor his earphones, uh, nor general technology. Although unlike Odie, he doesn't have cricket fucking wireless. Odie never responds. Odie responds to once out of, one of every three messages. And uh, even then, he uses one of those giant phones that has, like, the old people numbers on it, I'm pretty sure. Just, you know, massive. Like, you can mm. mash your entire fist into it to dial, and it just dials 911 every time because it figures you've fallen and can't get up. Well, I mean, it's more a function of you guys having iPhones and me not having an iPhone, I think, than anything. Why what I kind of phone do you have? Is it like, a, do they think it? Do they he's got, a, he's got a cell rotary phone. <laughs> Barely, rarely seen. Did your it's, iPhone, it's a company your called uh, Motorola. Have you heard of them? Kind of a big deal. <laughs> I've, I've heard of them. Uh, I thought they went bankrupt like 20 and, years ago. <laughs> me and other people that frequent pawn shops have all heard of Motorola. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I was just going to say it's a sad day because this is Odie's last appearance on the show. Yeah, so, yeah, it's you know, apparently, apparently, probably in all likelihood, because Odie's going on vacation. Where are you going on vacation, Odie? North Carolina. Oh, the we're in North center Carolina. of the COVID pandemic. If you're not in, <laughs> if you're not in California, yeah, North no. Carolina is now. I, I swore off news for two weeks, and it's been lovely. No, it's, yeah. it's it's still Florida and California, but yeah, North Carolina has a little bit of a spike too. But where are you going? Whatever, Nags Head. No, the very, very bottom of North Carolina, uh, right before it becomes South Carolina, uh, it's called Holden Beach. So nice oh, okay. little, uh, not overly crowded. So, so for all years. of our hundreds of listeners, if you want to stalk a John, you can uh, go to Holden Beach. When are you going to be there? And approximately, what's the street address? Next week. Next week. <laughs> yeah. Look look for a man neglecting his children. He'll be, be doing a lot of fishing and uh, you can come up and just uh, give me a beer. It'd be great. That would be one. Just throw it at his head, and if he's looking or not, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, but so Odie's going out of town, and a friend of ours who is, uh, he's a very prominent podcaster, so maybe he'll really blow this very show Very prominent. Up. But he's been, and I won't reveal it uh, yet, but he's, he has expressed interest <laughs> in coming on the show, and like all of us here, has been sucked into this vortex of reality television through COVID and a, uh, a female anatomy that has <laughs> wooed him through magic and witchcraft <laughs> those magic powers the oldest trick in the book <laughs> vulva bulba bubble in trouble i don't know you know whatever it might be so anyway yeah we're gonna have a, i think i'm gonna try to get a special guest for next week's show 
And then we'll see if Odie is ever invited back because really of, of the three hosts, he really brings the least to the table. I feel like my last two shows have been pretty good. It's getting better every week. Yeah. Well, I mean, having actually been caught up on the shows we're talking about. Yeah, that that helps. Help. And I, I've been watching other shows too. Have you guys watched Married at, Married at First, First Sight? Sight? Oh, yeah. I watched a little bit of it. My wife watched all of it. I just watched the one ginger. There's like a ginger funk funk gentleman on there that uh, marries somebody. It's ridiculous. The concept is ridiculous. The, uh, the season that my, my wife loves it. And uh, I catch like every third episode. And I don't, I think, I guess it's the current season. I don't know, but there's, there's one couple, there's like a six, nine basketball player who married like a four eleven chick and just <laughs> ridiculous to look at how they interact when they're, you did know, he just try- have sex with her through the wall because his mighty six, nine basketball penis just powered through I, before they even saw each other. I don't understand how that works, but uh, she is a twin sister. And, 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 and <laughs> Next her, week, uh, Odie oh, will so learn loud. about the birds and the bees. <laughs> and, and, and her twin, like and her so twin was asking her, like, how, how does that work with the height difference? Anyway, <laughs> getting off my story. So they're married, would marry for two weeks or whatever it is. And they go on the honeymoon, they come back, they move in together. And the one day slash night, he just goes out with his buddies, stays out all night. Doesn't call, doesn't test, doesn't text, turns his phone off. Next day, she's calling her father saying, oh, my God, I can't believe he left me. I can't believe he left. <laughs> he doesn't go into work. She's crying. Comes to 4 p.m. the next day. Hasn't heard from him in, like, almost a full day. He comes walking in, sits down on the couch, and she's like, so, what's up? He's like, uh, yeah, he's watching the game. And she's like, well, you, you – you didn't call? You didn't text? He's like, huh. yeah, I can see why that would upset you. <laughs> <laughs> That's I the love way this guy. Yeah, what a hero. But they ended up making up, and she was, like, fine with it. I'm like, what is going on here? He's well, probably, well, she probably playing the psychological to. game early. No, if she's probably, if she's four foot three and he's six foot nine, she probably needs to be with him because he has fucked her spine to pieces, and his dick is the only thing holding her up anymore. How does your brain work? One way to look at it. I never would have thought that way. <laughs> never would have thought. That's what people listen to the show for. So the Married at First Sight is a show worth watching. This is why my wife is married a doctor. I, I would recommend it. I'd recommend so it. I've been, it's good. I've been watching season four of 90 Day the Other Way. We're two or three episodes in. We got, we got Ed. We got the guy that uh, Brian's talked about. That he hasn't uh, been in yet. The guy who goes to... He goes to Ukraine. Oh God! Oh, David, the masturbating Terminator. Uh, apparently, dude. Wait, you don't, you don't even know. He was wait till you see his duster, and he just never stops. It's like dun 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 dun. So the fascinating thing about this is there was a guy in season three of the other way, Caesar, who was a nail technician, yep. who kept sending all his money to the Ukraine oh, for his girlfriend Caesar. of five. You know what? I felt so bad for him. He seemed like a sweet. I guy. did until I didn't. Because, you know, <laughs> like the old saying, fool me once, shame on you, fool yeah, me 17, 17, 19 times, shame on me. I mean, how dumb is this guy? He's like, we, we got back together and I just sent her $2,000. Well, and also, who else is on the show? The reason I said you guys should be calling me The McWilliams, The Williams is also on the season you're watching. Is Have you gotten to The Williams? Is that part? the British guy or which That's one is the- he? "Quote unquote British guy that you'll." Oh, about. you're spoiling it. "Quote unquote." <laughs> so he I calls tell, himself. Like, the hold on, Rico, your, your mic is so loud him. right now. I think you turned it 
I don't know. It's like crazy loud. It'll even out in post, so it won't blow the people's eardrums out. But just well, he normally his... keeps his mic on the other side of the room, yeah. so it's well, a little different than it's in front of his face. Usually inside of him. There you go. Perfect. There you go. Better. But, okay, so, no more spoilers. But you should both watch this so we can do a recap episode just discussing the season because it was it was my fa- one of my favorite things I've ever watched in my entire fucking season life. Season four of nine. Yes. The other way, and okay. it has it has a moment in it that you will not see coming. It will blow your goddamn balls up into the back of your skull because it's so insane and we have to talk about it. So I can't wait to see it. Odie, you need to catch up immediately. Season four, happily, or a 90 day the other way. All right. Wait, well, hold on. Wait, you said, said two different shows mixed together. Sorry, what, season, what is 90 it? day fiance, uh, the other way, season four. Okay. See, but you know what? You really got to watch the earlier seasons because Paul is Paul and Kareen are on. Oh season. God. He's on Darcy a is right a, now. It's a gem. Darcy's um, amazing. She's, she's a also gem a, of a human being. So she, you she gotta has see a new her. show. Her I and her, saw her Darcy and, her and troll, Stacey. Her troll clones. Th- yeah, her troll clones. Are they, if they stood like, if, if Stacy stood on Darcy's shoulders, would they be as tall as you? They, that's how they get into movies. They wear the trench coat and they sneak in together. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that old cartoon. <laughs> exactly. Uh, there's a Scooby-Doo villain. And they That's, do look like a Scooby-Doo villain. Their faces are – like sometimes they show them without the makeup. Yeah. Whoa, oh, it's all, well, like I said, if you've seen the movie Labyrinth, he, they look like Hoggle, the troll monster with the giant head that guides her around and leads her astray at the bidding of Jareth. Uh, of course, yeah, Odie I, hasn't seen it. I, haven't seen I have it. not seen it. I don't watch. Yes, haven't seen Labyrinth. Like God, shame. I on watch you. good movies. David, it's a great movie. David Bowie's in it. I know David Bowie. A young and possibly jailbait at the time. Uh, Jennifer Connelly is in it. It's awesome. Really? It's awesome. Jennifer awesome. Connelly is a recurring theme in this this show. That Odie's ass to ass beer yeah. bong. Ask to ask. Um, Maybe we'll talk in, about uh, Requiem no for a Dream. She's in Requiem. Yes. Ass to ass. Let me say that's the only As reason. As my eleven-year-old son <laughs> is sitting next to me for some reason. <laughs> oh one He's he's busy like on a YouTube video. <laughs> Never seen that on. movie though. I to say that. <laughs> yeah, that I know. You know. Oh, now I know what to send for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a soccer ball with Requiem for a Dream sneakily sewn in the middle of it. Hey, yeah. Rico's kid. All right. I got my headphones again here. Good. <laughs> You're going to see you knocking your microphone every four seconds and yeah. pissing everyone off. All right. We better get into these shows because we got a lot to talk about. Yes. All right. A lot so of good stuff. Oh, well, the traditional we... question. Oh, what was that? Okay. Now go with your traditional question. Well, first. the traditional question is what do we start with first? Or what do uh, we enjoy better? This uh, oh, God. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. I didn't think it was that tough. But I I'll think. I'll let you guys say. I don't know. But I think 90 Day was better this week. Then below deck. I think that uh, 90 day was also better, but this, but I will say below deck, this was the week. I, I think I came around to Rico's point of view. I think I turned on Kiko and I was pro Spaniard by the end of it. Well, let's, let's start with below deck. Let's get All that right. out of the way. Well, before we start on below deck, can we talk about uh, the theory that they are intentionally now canceling Pete from the show? I, yeah, going I back in time and canceling him. I think they're just re-editing the shows. Yeah, right. I I think I agree. I think they're editing the show out oh, to yeah. cut him down from his it presence. Was, it was like a half hour in before he appeared on camera. Yeah, all that ridiculous. they had of Pete was a cutaway shot of him sleeping and and one of the gay guys being like, "I like it, Pete," and that was it. <laughs> that was all Pete got the entire episode. 
He's doing so well. I actually hadn't even noticed that, but yeah, you're, there's definitely true because MTV did that on on that challenge show with, with that one girl that tweeted some things that offended the the uh, one of the movements. Yeah, which is which is bullshit, by the way. Because at this point, it's already out there. He's already the hashtag yeah. #MeTooNit. You might as well let people enjoy and be like, "Wow, this guy is fucked," and, they, and, and he's already not coming back. Like, do you really like how many people watch reality shows to like with? To, to you know, not and they're su- super sensitive. They're like, yeah. oh, that offends me. That offends. It's <laughs> you're watching train wrecks of human beings. That's the whole point, right? I would agree. You're not on Ninety Day Fiance or um, Below Deck because you're a normal human being. Nope, so. agreed. But also, uh, I miss. You know what I miss? Well, Pete overall because he's highly entertaining as a psychopath. But I miss the texting updates. What's going on with the, with him and Lara? I, I think she know. got bored. I think that was all an illusion, as you guys have said. <laughs> she was just messing with him, texting back, and it it just stopped. Yeah. The replies stopped coming. Yeah. Maybe uh, Captain Pete. Sandy has I, a jammer. I, I kind of feel bad for Pete in a way, not because I feel bad for him like he's been wronged. I feel bad for him because he's just such an idiot. But He's, yeah. he's like the guy yeah. that we know from college. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just say Andy. Andy C., Oh. <laughs> oh my god andy c our, spe- our special guy that Dude, we that's knew. a good comparison wow it's a very good, good comparison this guy it wasn't that he was that bad looking you know he was kind of like pete like doofusy smiley but then just so awkward and would always say the dumbest thing and then <laughs> smile creepily at you and just like god just get out of here can we even say yeah. i mean the, the story about that when we went to the reunion i mean yeah. it's, it's oh, super sure. hilarious yeah go ahead i i, I still laugh talking. about it i mean you, you were in you were the one who did it i me. was the one who did it all right so i'll tell you this real quick so we go back <laughs> we were in a fraternity in college but love, love it or hate it we were in a fraternity in college you and love we, it. You all love it. You all love it here in these three frat goons. So we went back for a reunion, and there was a bunch of people from our, you know, a few different pledge classes there. And we're hanging out, and we had a charity that I think may still exist, but during COVID, I don't think it does. Those. No, I don't think it well, does. it was. It got pretty big in the region of Pennsylvania and like the Tri County area called Kicks for Kids, and it was a soccer tournament, and it was run by uh, an evangelical with a stick up his ass that we knew named Ben. And Andy C, who we're talking about, in a perfect combo of like, you know, the the big dog, although Ben wasn't exactly the big dog, and then the little annoying yippy dog, which was Andy. Yeah, always like, hey, what are we gonna do now? <laughs> so they run this charity, and Andy, being the over exuberant, uh, socially awkward nincompoop he is, gets a license plate that says kicks for kids, K-I-K-S for K-I-D-S. And so <laughs> We're drinking all day and all night and all day again in the morning. And you as know, you do, as you do in college or, or after college by five or six. Years. <laughs> well, after college, actually. Yeah, maybe 10 years after college. So, anyway, we're catching up. We're, we're making up for lost time. So, we're out on the patio and his car is parked right up against the patio. We're all drinking. And I happen to find a dry erase marker, at least what I thought was a dry erase marker. So I go over to his car and it's got the front license plate that said Kicks for Kid, K I K S. And uh, I go up and I turn that K into a D. So it now reads dicks for kids. <laughs> and of course, Andy C loses his fucking mind. And I'm like, don't worry. And look, it rubs right off. And I go up and I try to rub it off. And said, sure as shit, it was not coming off. And uh, we got water and tried to rub it off. And that wasn't doing anything. And so anyway, I don't know how long you had to drive around with that license plate for saying dicks for kids. But I'm guessing it was at least a few weeks. 
I had to at least drive to get rubbing alcohol. At the very least. One other quick thing about that weekend. Um, it's not really a story to role model anything after, but so well, that's when I people got, tune into this podcast. When I, when I got there, son, like, sit down with sit down it was like Bravo a, and beer for me. It was like a Friday morning. I was living in LA in the time and you were obviously in LA and you had flown some other flight. I think I maybe went to Cleveland a couple days earlier and then driven yep. up and then uh, oh, yeah, you yeah. flew in on the red eye or something like probably three stops to get to state college. And you were out with, our friend Damon, who is yeah. also lost in the ether somewhere. Yep. And I think you guys went drinking like right when you got there, 9 a.m. Yeah. And I was there at like noon. And I'm like, where are you guys? And you're like, we're on our way. And and Damon <laughs> drove into the parking lot. And if you know where that parking lot, you do, no one would. But it's like down the street and then you have to make a hard left yeah. into the parking lot. So I see this <laughs> SUV coming down the street, a side street at like 60 miles an hour. Like, what Jesus. the fuck is going on? And then it makes a hard left. I, I'm surprised it didn't like tip over. Yeah. And it's, it makes this left through this little narrow opening into the parking lot uh, at the same rate of speed. And it's coming. I'm standing in the middle of the parking lot. I'm like frozen. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? Is this car going to hit me? And all of a sudden he makes a hard, and Damon's driving, he makes a hard right crashes into that brick wall yeah. that's like that's the back end of the thing into the house SUV. yeah no no, yeah. no, no it, the, it was like a the, the actual that, like half brick wall. wall between the parking lot and cutler it's probably like three feet high it was just like kind of like landscaping yeah it's like not stones, remember that at all sto- stacked okay. stones like kind of like terracing stones yeah. and then the parking lot was well, maybe i'd remember because he knocked it over but yeah. right. no, no, it, it, it still he there. just goes <laughs> And the SUV pounds into this wall <laughs> at like probably 40 miles an hour, comes back a couple feet, and Damon jumps out. He's like, somebody's been drinking. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Don't drink and drive, kids. I did not condone this action. This is a good That's not start. funny, Rico. <laughs> well, it was well, kind of funny. It was funny. I, and I forgot about no that. No one got hurt. Yeah. And, and you were in the passenger seat. Yeah. I forgot that David Lloyd jumped out. Someone's been drinking. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Yeah. Where where were you coming from? Like, I don't. Must have been remember. at a bar. Yeah, you we must have been like at a the bar cafe or something. And yeah, waiting for everyone to get into town, so you're just drunk already. Yeah. All right. So anyway, that's so that's a uh, couple stories from the past. I won't tell the story about off roading in uh, our other buddy's car. They'll save that for another episode when some other tales of driving when you shouldn't be driving come up. But. Yeah, so anyway, Andy C. Is, is Pete the unit. But yeah, I don't know. Pete seems to be gone. We could get into the episode proper, but it was a Peteless episode and uh, a darker episode. Here's, here's my takeaway from the episode of Below Deck. We have villains. And by villains, right. I mean people that I just don't like as people. And be, that's really when you get into a good reality show. Like if you watch the Real Housewives, there's like characters you don't like, and 90 Day Fiance, you're like, oh, that guy's a fucking yeah, like Jersey or Shore with Angela, and then Sammy, yeah. and even yeah. Ronnie's a horrible. So my so villains, mul- multiple villains, I can multiple think of, villains, I can and think these of are one villain. Maybe these are under the radar villains because okay. I never would have thought they were villains with the first couple weeks. They're Jess and Rob. I can't stand them. Yes, I hate indeed. them. I want them to be fired and never work again. I, yeah, they fucking suck. They they make me angry. They're- well, look, first you got okay. So Pete was buff hurt, but now Rob has become such a fucking. He's like Ooh. sensitive Groot. Oh, you know? your ne- your negative energy. I am sad. 
I will not talk. It's like, fuck off, man. We, Kill them we, with kindness. Just do yeah. your job, <laughs> asshole. Yeah, get to fucking work. You're, you're being told how to do your job. Don't whine about it and be like, you know, I'm just trying to live my best life. It's, we should all be positive. Shut the fuck up. What are you, goddamn Ernie on uh, on Sesame Street here? He's well, very, you'll, you'll be happy to know the after show, which I watched with Andy Cohen. <laughs> um, Jess and Rob are no longer speaking to each other. So, well, who saw that one coming? Yeah, but I'm I'm glad they're 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 fucking annoying, kissing and canoodling at every opportunity. Just as like I'm working as hard as I can, really, because you're every time you see Rob, you have to take ten minutes out of your day to to snuggle with him in the hallway or something. She also, by the way, can't understand. Very intelligent, Jess can't seem to understand an Australian accent. Is it hard to understand to either one of you? I don't know if they're editing it, but it seems perfectly clear to me. No, nope, I can understand every single person on the show. I could, okay, so I could understand Australian accent over a radio because we're not hearing the, like the actual radio. We're hearing like a, or maybe we are. Maybe we are just hearing. It's probably I, they probably have a mic in the radio that you're hearing like a a better quality. Of I don't it know that. You can you understand what I'm saying right now, mate? What? what? Hold it, Matt. Hold it, Matt. <laughs> What are you thinking right now? What do you think of the kangaroo dinner news? How many things? How many shrimp can you fit in a wallaby's pouch? I don't know what you're saying. You're gonna have how to many speak, beer, speak how American. Many, speak how American. Many, how many beer bongs can you make a koala do before it drops dead? That's a very good Steve Irwin. I like it. <laughs> so, so Jess didn't understand. Um, I think she was asked for wine glasses, and she was saying, "Do you want mixers?" Right? That was yeah. the one thing. I'm like what? Yeah, I don't know. It was and like, then she what? has an attitude about not understanding her boss. Yeah, it's like, can you enunciate, please? It's like, well, it's not her boss. It's not her boss. Well, the second stew is, a, I mean, yeah, I mean, she's a it, su- superior. She's a There's a hierarchy. Well, it's like where Pete was the first, or you know, the whatever, the first mate. It's the same thing. So she still is above Jess. Jess is the third stew. She hasn't really done many, you know, cruises. She didn't know what a galley was or whatever that was. Uh, cubby a cabinet a fucking pantry and so i she, think you defended her as did i i did saying, at the time and i regret it i regret it because she's an idiot that should be fired and i was defending her last week for having a broken hand and trying hard but this week she was yeah. being a real a real little pain in the ass like i'm giving it everything hot. i can well that's a that's a weird question like it's not a weird question when you're sucking at your job and exactly. someone asks you is this really the best you can do because you suck yep exactly and i did like her but I did like to give Jess credit for one good line. I did like she was like, well, I've got a broken hand, but it's just like somebody with a really bad hangover. And I'm like, eh, fair, <laughs> fair. Yeah, well, people I, can work through hangovers. They can work through a broken finger. Yeah. But yeah, so. Jess is, uh, Jess really, really fucking sucks. It's like yeah, a snuggle really mutiny obnoxious. between like her and Rob. Maybe they really will leave together at some point. Now that they're both being jerk offs. Speaking of so. people who suck. Kiko, what happened? Ah, uh, Kiko. Oh, Two weeks ago, I said he made a million dollars, and and this week he's about to be fired. So. Well, I told you he was working on another charter, so maybe we're seeing why he didn't get fired or get hired here at some fancy restaurant. Because yeah, how the how's he falling off so hard? He's like, well, he was saying it's a confidence issue, and he's like, what? Well, he's like, well, if I'm not if I'm not happy, uh, the food isn't good. I'm like, well, that's not really how food works. 
Just FYI. Well, he's so disorganized. I I'm not a scientist. Yeah, I mean, he's disorganized. He's looking for shit. He has no idea where it is in that kitchen, which is probably his fault. I mean, he's yeah. organized his own kitchen. But at the same time, first of all, I have no idea how he, how he pulled off those 72 plates in that, what was it, five-course dinner? Ridiculous. And then, and then he can't steak. even cook a breakfast. Yeah. Now. <laughs> but at the same time, why isn't there like a, uh, a sous chef? On a uh, on a boat like uh, that, somebody no room, to help man. out with prepping. There's no room for that though. Even in that kitchen is so small. Like to have more than one person, even right there, would be impossible. So right. it's like a lot of pressure. But you know, you get used to it. But also, oh. the captain had a good point. Like Captain Samuel's like, look, why is this shit? Why do you have one one fruit bowl made an hour before they're up? Like, make other shit. Get you know, get bacon yeah. made. Get this stuff prepped up to go in the oven. Get your eggs mixed up. Like, it's not that hard. Any chef knows you prep in advance of the rush. If you know they're going to be there about nine o'clock or whatever, you can just still make stuff, it, put it in the fridge. It was driving me crazy. It's like, can you just start preparing the food a little bit earlier? Right. Especially when it happens once. You know what happened? Their first dinner, he's late. It's like, all right, well, I was late with everything. I better start prepping extra early tomorrow. Yeah. No, same, no. same thing. Hey, real quick, over this somber, weird music I found in GarageBand. Hey, guys, please follow us on Twitter at Bravo and Beer. Also on Instagram, same thing, at Bravo and Beer. The and is spelled out. And please share the show. Give it a five-star review. It really helps to grow the podcast, which we love, and we hope you do, too. Now, here's the show. Maybe the producers are in his ear and be like, you know what? You did too good of a job a couple uh, <laughs> charters ago. We need you to add some drama. Just uh, just be very nonchalant about I'd, getting the food out. That'd be I'd like to think that there's just a producer that's shooting blow darts into his ass every few hours just to slow him down. <laughs> Again, you uh, think of things I never would have thought of. This is why I should be I should be producing this show. I should be running all of these shows, period. Okay. So what is ponzu sauce? Do you guys really, know? Really, Rico, you live in California. Yes, I know exactly what ponzu sauce. No, I do. I've never heard of it. It's if you eat sushi all the time. Rico does not live in California, but he lived in California and he likes sushi. He should so know. So did I. I know so what soy I. sauce is. Well, I don't know. You're both imbeciles. Okay. So basically, ponzu is just soy sauce mixed with like lemon juice. It, it, essentially, is all it is. That was so hard for Kiko to make. Easy. No, it's it's easy for him to make. I don't know why it took him forever. But at the same time, a little bit of defending Kiko. He did have to make, like, when you're talking about sushi, how many pieces of sushi does it take to fill up, like, 10 people? Like, you're talking, I don't even know, 15, 20 rolls cut up and designed, and every roll's different, and then some are meat, some are veg. That's a pretty hard task, and I kind of am like, why would you suggest sushi, Kiko? Well, that's what I'm saying. With one chef, it's ridiculous to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, in his defense, and I don't know if this was just edited, it seems like one person finished something, and they're like, oh, you know what? I want more tempura rolls. And then another person finished something, yeah. and they're like, I want this. And another person, they're like, I want this. He's like, well, I'm one person. I can only make one thing at a time. Yeah. It's not so, a full re- it's not. It's not a full kitchen. Like, you don't have, that, like. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a very good point. Like, the guy, one guy was like, what about this? And what about that? And, yeah, it's like, look, why don't you shut the fuck up? Eat what's on the yeah. table and give him some time to work through yeah. it. And, you know, it's like, there's no other, well, that's, that's the thing too. It's like, maybe because there wasn't a set menu and like most chefs on these boats, like the, the best chef ever is this guy named Ben on other, uh, other episodes. Best friend, like, Ben. Best friend, Ben. I wish he was my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a British chef who's hilarious. 
He's mean yet funny, yet kind yet an asshole. He's hilarious and a really good chef. But he's like, here's the menu, here's the order, and the chef and Sandy was even calling Kiko out, like, here, write the menu out. This, 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 this. Yeah. So you know what's prepping, you know what order, get it done, and that way the guests can't fuck with you because you're like, this is the meal you're getting. In the order you're getting it, yeah. there's no requests in the middle of it. There's no asking mm -hmm. for more special Kiko's mushrooms in the middle of the service. Oh, my God. That annoyed me so much. How many mushrooms does that guy need to eat? How bad is his, are his farts? <laughs> Fucking fart no mushrooms. calories. There's zero calories in mushrooms. But they Just make tell the guy, fart. no, you're not having any more mushrooms. You want mushrooms? <laughs> Pack them in your suitcase next time, asshole. <laughs> you don't need 40 pounds of mushroom every day. <laughs> Back them in the, in the suitcase you made. It would be funny if they opened up the suitcase and he's like, ha-ha! Just all mushrooms. <laughs> the DEA is like, oh, we got this guy dead to center. <laughs> Whatever it is, dead to the right. I don't know. Yeah. Be before um, we move off of, because uh, we are, I don't know, we've been going for 30 minutes, 40 minutes already. Before we move off of Below Deck, let's talk about the tip. Oh, uh, you're skipping too far ahead. We can't. Yeah. Hold on. I, have more, I have more issues. Yeah, One more ah, thing. On. Kiko not making a vegan dessert was very stupid. Um, dude, you're no, making a carrot him. cake, make a fucking little side roll of uh, a mango or something. It's dumb. And also the dinner did look so, so yeah. Um, well, that was one thing the guy said, he's like, you know, for this type of yacht, it was an average dinner. And I'm like, is that an insult? Because no, it totally is an insult. It, but is it? Because if you go to a fantastic five-star steakhouse and you're like, for this five-star steakhouse, this was an average dinner. Like, okay, well, then now, it was a five-star dinner. He needs Applebee's average. <laughs> no, he does not. He yes, said for he this. Does. I think he was He's... qualifying it that it was an average <laughs> meal for a. No, that no, is that's, he, he, he meant it. He meant to say it. It, 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 it was a, a backhanded compliment, essentially, sort of. He No, it was, it, was, it was not even a backhanded compliment. It was just an insult. He said, for this type of yacht, this was an average meal. They, they're expecting to be wowed, which is what you see most of the time is wowed lobster. Well, if he wanted to, if he wanted to really drive it home, he would have said for this type of yacht, it was a subpar meal. Yeah, but which, you don't say that with the cooks two feet away from you. Well, you already said average. I mean, yeah, but so that's, that average is not. Yeah, but average means bad. And he's he's being nice because Kiko's right there and they liked Kiko as a person. But the food wasn't good. He was being nice. Kiko's literally standing like two steps down. He's like, I don't want to get this guy fired, but I wasn't happy with uh, you know what, what I got. I appreciated how they handled that. They were very, you know what? They were direct about it. They didn't like do anything behind anyone's back. They're like, look, your service sucked. Um, we sat there at breakfast for an hour. What was everyone doing? Je well, Jess was working as hard as she could vacuum. Yeah, but Hannah's, that's, it's like Hannah's, well, Hannah's like blaming Jess, but didn't Jess say they're up and they'll be down in an hour? Like Jess was told to vacuum. I think Hannah told Jess to vacuum. She did, and then she's fucking around with the vacuum. And it's like, you have radios. You, know, you should know, either way, you should know when people are up and about. It's not hard to check the deck and see if you know they're yeah. going to be up. Well, yeah, Hannah's fucking up, man. That's what also, I So Hannah that's doesn't know how to eat pills. Do you see her taking pills? No. I'm the only one that made that. a note of this. She literally, I've never seen anybody take pills like this. Because usually you get pills, right? You put them in your hand. You put them to your mouth. You put them in your mouth and you swallow them with water. Hannah did, Hannah like took a swig of water and then had pills that she mashed them up her face and into her mouth. I've never seen anybody do it. Like it would look like she literally took her hand as though you're wiping your nose upwards but shoved pills into her mouth doing it. it was Maybe she was discreetly bizarre. shoving a pill up her nose. 
maybe, maybe. Gotta do cocaine somehow. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Hannah's fucking up bad, man. Yeah, I I noted that too. Like it's her responsibility to say, Kiko, you need to start earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, you get these, get everyone on on top of the guests and and start serving them. You know, whatever. It, it's her. So let's yeah. see. Uh, let's see your bugs. Um, be whatever her position was. And one final thing. Next week's going to be lit, number one. Looking forward to yes. these uh, people coming and falling off the jet skis. But also, Sandy, my wife, who is very well-read on all things going on with these reality shows, she says that the big theory on Reddit is that Hannah, I guess who's pregnant right now, Hannah said that, she, or she says Hannah, they think that it's like preordained that she was going to peace out. And it's kind of like all leading to bugs taking over. And this is all like been planned. I'll, I'll take that. Mm. I, I can see. Uh, I'll be fine with Hannah going bye bye and buzzing. So that theory would, you'd kind of have to believe that the whole Lara thing was staged. Just yeah. a uh, a little beginning, little spice at the beginning of the show to keep it interesting to bring bugs in. Yeah, I don't know. And, and one so. other note about next week's show, um, I think we'll just leave it with: Is Kiko racist? Because. <laughs> We all saw the meals. I know. He's like, and more fried chicken. <laughs> I know. I, 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 I missed that. that. I, missed I had that, that exact huh? thought. They're like, hey, here's some fried chicken. Then he's like, and here's some fried fish. And then fried something else. Fried, like, yeah, it's like, mm, <laughs> yes, we know we're black. We don't eat every. Not everything has to be fried. We came, so yeah, we came here to not eat uh, the foods that we could get down the street all the time. Thank you, Kiko. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting to see. So, okay, we can move on to 90 day so thoughts on 90 day we missed the tip i brought up the tip fifteen thousand, which was Uh, less than the people than the uh the fancy finance guy who was what seventeen thousand. yeah but they had horrible it was the lowest by far they had horrible service service on a very expensive yacht where you still get to eat and enjoy and all the stuff i don't know i mean if anything well look man I I would rake them over the coals if they had good service. They were waiting all the time to eat. They got left on the fucking deck for like an hour. They had uh, I don't know, just not not great. I would have been pretty pissed if I was them. Yeah, me too. If I was paying, and I don't know what they paid for the yacht rental or if they paid anything or if it's like I said, they just pay the tip. But uh, yeah, I would be furious if I paid that much. Furious. You would be so drunk, you wouldn't know what was going on. I don't know. Could you get a drink there? There was no one to serve you a drink, Cody. There you go. A little rough. I think I'd like to think if we were on that yacht, we would just get around. Yeah, I would just walk down and find the liquor and just take the bottle, but <laughs> each their own. Yeah. All righty. All right. Moving one on. One more show to go in this marathon of a podcast. All right. So where to begin? Shall we let Rico pick as well? All right. Well, here's, you know, we'll save the juicy stuff for last. I think. Uh, what we have to first note is that what's her name? Um, Ariella and Bidium were not on the show at all. Yeah, nothing. Uh, no, Cheese Stick was on the show for like five minutes, two seconds. Thank God we got another 40 minutes. So, like, two thirds of the show was <laughs> Kenneth and Armando. We okay, did get a dose of Cheese Stick's uh girlfriend, though, or fiance, yeah, a little um, bit. Yeah. I, so hopefully they're saving the juicy stuff for later in the season or else there's just not a lot to work with there, which is unfortunately sometimes the most entertaining people don't have a lot. They just don't have a lot of footage. So we get so much Kenneth and Armando. Here's, here's uh, Kenneth going through the local street and looking at the candy and worrying <laughs> that there's dust on the candy. It's like, this is really what we're talking about. I hey, thought it was, Kenneth, 
Learn the language. You know you're moving to no, Mexico. No, no. He was ridiculous. Well, he never uh, considered that he that would be a problem. <laughs> not knowing how to speak Spanish. Well, it's like we were making fun of Brittany, who's like, I learned nothing about Islam. It's like, Kenneth, Mexico's not that different. Like, you uh, you live in Florida. I'm sure plenty of people speak Spanish there. You could learn a little bit of it in the meantime, do a little Googling. But also, here's what cracked me up. is like, Kenneth looks young, but... At the same time, he's definitely fucking boomer age, right? Oh yeah, like, he acts like much older than he looks. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I don't. He's like, I don't know how. What I don't know what these people are speaking. It's like, pull your fucking phone out and use the translation apps that are easily available yeah. to you for free. Like it's very, it's not really difficult in any way. Like if Jahoon and, Je- and Devin could figure it out with some hiccups, I'm sure you can make this work for you. He never considered anything. It doesn't look like they're, you know, he said he went on vacation. Yeah, I think that's definitely true. But he went on vacation to that area. It didn't look like there's a lot to do. No. I'm like, uh, well, I love how they're like, I made this note. Number one, no air conditioning. See you later, Armando, going back to America. But no, the closest bank is 30 to 40 minutes away. Did you catch that? Yeah, so mm-hmm. why did they pick that area? That's the question. Well, it looks like, nice. They, I mean, their apartment is nice, and it's right next to the ocean. But no, here's my question. Should we open a Bravo and Beer Bank in that town? <laughs> like, it's a small Let's town. Just get the backing of the cartel, and we're with, good. Yeah, with the exchange rate as it is, I think between the three of us, we can open a bank there and run it very successfully. Podcasting right into Mexican banking. <laughs> That's been the plan all along. Speaking <laughs> of uh, banking, how funny was it that Kenneth did not understand the exchange rate? He's like... Right. $1.18 pesos. <laughs> 15 pesos. So you got three pesos back. He's like, what? He's like, do you understand? He's like, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Armando, at that point, if you're Armando, what are you thinking? Like, what, are you like I've made a, t- like, like Joe, Job in a, it's a terrible mistake. <laughs> terrible mistake. <laughs> How do you not understand an exchange rate? <laughs> 18 minus three equals what oh uh, my god ridiculous that, that was so funny yeah, they're, they're so boring except for the stupidity of kenneth like, so stupid but hey, so are, much on them every episode well, hold on but let's also let's just note a couple of quick things i like that kenny's a germaphobe mexico may not be the place for you then kenneth considering that everything like i not to shit on everything in mexico but i've been to mexico many a times cleanliness not number one it's just not number one and then also um i laughed at this because it just annoyed the shit out of me but you know they went in the bedroom and they're showing like the apartment they walk in the bedroom and the television is at a right angle to the bed what kind i did not notice moron puts a television at the right angle to the bed now you got to lie on your side all the time to sure? watch TV. Oh, oh, oh! oh. And then what about the person thing. to the right? They can't see it now. Person. Yeah, they're like <laughs> they have to look over the other person the whole time. <laughs> they got to have stadium seating in the bed. Like you, you know, know, maybe you just move the bed to the other wall, and then you can look at it straight on. There you go. Well, it just was like it made me so angry. I was like, what kind of a, a dipshit <laughs> would do this? I always thought that gay people were exceptional interior decorators, but maybe that's just a stereotype. I yeah, clearly. Well, there's feng shui and then there's feng gay, and they're not the same thing. That much we've learned this episode. Well, we've lost our gay audience. God <laughs> yeah, damn it. Uh, or, we, or we've gained our feng gay audience. Well, that's the episode title. <laughs> feng gay? <laughs> feng gay. 
Well, that's how we definitely avoid any downloads. <laughs> All right. Enough of those people. Or yet. just feng shui is fun gay. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. Um, uh, wait a minute. I had a couple more notes, I think. Wait a minute. I made, I made notes in two different areas. Um, oh, I did think it was also very funny where Kenny, <laughs> the old Mexican man is laughing at Kenny because he's like, what kind of food is this? Yeah. And he's like, Mexican. And then the guy, the old man's like, what did you think it was? You're in Mexico. <laughs> you think you were to get Italian food here? <laughs> <laughs> but to his point, you would think that somebody would open up like something else in a, you know, some other kind of, like I went to this awesome town. I can't remember the name of it. Which I apologize, but I went on a trip with, uh, like we did a family trip, my wife's family. And we went to this little town which was bizarre. It was like kind of like this, like nothing going on, tiny town. But there were these two restaurants in it that were incredible. Like one was like fish and sushi and this really high-end chef from America uh, or from Mexico, but was trained in America, moved back and opened this crazy good restaurant. So maybe there's like secret gems. But to find this place was so off the beaten track. It had like a little moat of water around it. I shit you not to get into this like crazy restaurant. So yeah, you never know. Well, they're not there, so... No, no, they are not. They picked a different town to live in. (laughs) All right. Are we done with them? Yes. Yes. yes, We're done with them. All right. So I think, um, again, the person I enjoyed, well, there was two people. There was a breakout star today or or this episode. And I think the breakout star was uh, Jahoon's mom. Yes. She was fan. She was a great giver of advice. (laughs) What a, what a, what a gem she is. So good. She's like, all Korean men lie. It's yeah. fine. No, not She's just like, that. Even Mom, there. I spent all my money on drinking and and whatever. He's like, you're not even married. That's yeah. fine. Like, like, you're, what you're, kind of mom is this? You're barely thirty, and all Korean men are alcoholic deadbeats here. Like, yeah, yeah don't you know? Everyone knows just that. Tell her it was a little white lie. Yeah. <laughs> you spent all your money on, or you never had any job when he said he had two. Eh, so, it's a white lie. So, yeah. what was he talking about with the debt that oh, he had? But, what was well, it? Thirty thousand dollars. That's the beauty. Is what are we? What are we guessing? The thirty thousand dollar debt. I thought that from? was. Was for say, his uh his like fine for the the selling the stolen phone is it i, oh, I was maybe. hoping it was gambling debt maybe you're right though and then well, his parents paid that. off the debt so he owes his parents money is that what it is yeah, i thought it was like basically you know the fine that he got for doing that was thirty thousand. I, I thought he still had the debt i think well, he still has the debt and that he's just well, sending his he probably borrowed money some money debt. from his i don't know if his parents paid off the whole debt or maybe you know it's like in the u.s you have a fine from the courts you don't have to pay it all all at once you have a payment plan so maybe his parents paid off a couple i think he still got the thirty thousand debt and the reason he's sending his mother money because he's like oh i just give my mom money for their and they put it in their account uh so to hold it for me is that if he puts it in his account the government will take it so i think he still has the full debt i don't think he's that smart yeah i think it's if he puts it in his account he's gonna spend it on drinking yeah probably (laughs) Well, look, the mom was awesome. I like that. He, but at the end, she's first she's defending him, and then he's like telling her how fucked up he is, and then she's like, she's like, oh, he's a soft person. Yeah, I love that. He's like, stop fucking crying. Yeah, dude, you little, what the you fuck? little bitch. And I was like, oh, the only time Jahoon was hard is when he got the got Devin pregnant. Apparently, that condom slipped off. Otherwise, soft as yeah, hell. He's he's uh, he's a great crier. It's funny. I yeah, want to see super- him more drinking though. 
Yeah, more drinking, less crying. So yeah, but that wasn't too much on them. This yeah, episode, unfortunately, because we had to watch. But you know, plenty on Jenny and Submit. All right, so you had something to say about this. So I'm yeah, going well, to take the other way. Uh, on wait, on which part? Though? I can't remember what I was talking. On Jenny and Submit, you you're going to take the other way. Well, yeah, what is that? I'm going to take a con- uh, a different position than what Brian was going to talk about. So you said that, you know, it came out in the episode that Jenny's like, I took some hits for Jenny. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which I, and I, so yeah, I texted them during this. Jenny says that she took submits virginity, right? All right. Okay, does who believes anybody this? fucking believe it? Jenny does. Yeah, so Jenny was, does. Was submit, wasn't Submit married? Yeah. Wait, yeah, that's one thing. Was he married when he met Jenny or? Yes. Cause she, okay. He's still married now. He's still married. Well, I know, yeah, I know. I, I saw the part with the lawyer, which is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, he lucked out, by the way. I, did you see the submit's face? Like, I took a picture of it. I was trying. I was going to share it. Actually, should I share my screen so you can see this picture of submit's face? I, I, I saw it. I, I saw you post it. All right. Well, Rico hasn't seen it. Let me share it real quick. But submit's face is so funny when his lawyer kind of, like, bails him out on it. And he's like, he's like, oh, here you go. Uh He's got this look. He's like, oh, oh thank God. <laughs> I don't have to deal with this shit anymore. But he's like, his lawyer's like, oh, yeah, two to five years. And then he tells him like, oh, it's not his fault. though. It's not. It's anybody. But how lucky are you that he's like, oh, because of privacy, quote unquote, privacy here. <laughs> nobody can see any documents. What a legal system they've got in place. <laughs> I think Jenny is uh, seeing through this legal system. For what it is. <laughs> uh, kudos to her, but she's still an idiot to think that. How old is he in his like mid thirties? Uh, early thirties, maybe. And early thirties, previously married, and he never had sex until he had sex with you. Yeah. yeah. Don't know if I believe that one. I'm sure you had to consummate the marriage. If you never consummated the marriage, I get it, but you could get out of it a lot more easily. Yeah. It's, it's great how gullible Jenny is though. He's probably laughing to himself. Like I can tell this woman anything and she <laughs> believes it. It's fantastic. Yeah. No shit. So um, how about, how about the, uh, the meeting or whatever they had with uh, Samit's friends and Jenny's all excited that, the wives are going to show up. They get there. It's just the two dudes. And I'll give Samit's friend credit. Brutal honesty. Brutal yeah. honesty. Jenny, let me be serious with you. My wife does not like you. <laughs> not, not a not fan. Like not a fan of this. I also like that he's like, he's like, watch when he walks up. It's something we get grandmother and a grandson. <laughs> <laughs> well, why would Jenny think she's going to be friends with some, some woman 30 years younger than her? Yeah. Let's go shopping. You can take me to buy all of my adult diapers and my <laughs> walker. I need a hover around. Do you have hover rounds here? What do you call them? Yeah, I I like that scene. That was, that was a good one. Um, and, and then, then the, the other, other guy, the, couple, the, whole, the, the Jenny and Smith couple, it just blows my mind that this is like really happening because it seems like they do actually like each other. Out of all yeah. the couples, it seems like they do. So I I don't know. It's that's why I want to meet Samit's wife so badly to see like is she horrible? Is she like a, a goblin from beyond uh, beyond the the hellish realms? Like why why does he hate his wife and want to be with her so bad? It's a good question. Mind boggling. Mind boggling. Yeah. Anything else on Jenny and Samit, or should we move on? No, there's to very the- little on them as well. Unfortunately, yeah. I, I, yeah. Well, Brittany and Zizan gave us something to work with including the only uh, demonstration of a man apparently being able to find a fucking apartment. 
and understand I know. how to clear, like how good is Yazan at finding apartments? Can, that can was the other a guys beautiful apartment. I, I kind of wanted to live there. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. He's like, he's like, here, this is what you could get in Jordan on a fishmonger's salary. Like, Jesus Christ. Beautiful. So ridiculous. An, like an Airbnb that she he just rented for her. No, for- no, that's their apartment. And like if they get married, they live in that apartment and she lives there until they get married, which I guess is like 10 months from now because she's a lying psychopath. And she's so like, it's fish cute. fish market. Do you think it's really a fish market job or something else is going on there? Well, I mean, I don't want to be stereotypical, but clearly they're running drugs and killing CIA people. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man, but I just, oh my God. It just, this, is Britney just the fucking worst? She's like the worst fucking person. Jahoon and Britney are competing for worst on the show, in my opinion, right now. No, I think Britney's I think way Britney's worse. worse. She's worse because she acts, like what I said last week is, She's like, well, I don't care if I lie. You sh- because I say it, you should yeah. believe me, and I'm going to be mad at you for not believing what I say, even though I know it's a lie. Yeah, so right. she's screaming at at Gazan. Uh, yeah, like I don't know what I did wrong. What did I do? It's like, bitch, you're fucking married. Yeah, stop acting like you're innocent. At least don't do that. But oh, she but does. it was worse she- than that. It was worse than that. She was yelling. She goes, "You didn't tell me. I'm not one of you." Like she's pretending that she didn't know that yeah. they were supposed to get married within two weeks. She told the cameras that before she left that he wants to get married within two mm-hmm. weeks. She is a fucking lying piece of shit. And oh, then yeah. yeah, to like scream and yell, "I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know. I'm not one of you." It's like, oh. You yeah, are. So I hate. Proud. I hate her too. And she's just like, oh, I. You know, my. You know, my dad needs to come. It's like, yeah, just what you said. It's she's just making up a lie and then getting mad that you don't believe her lie. Yep. So I'm fucking. I'm looking forward to her day of reckoning. I don't think it's going to come. I think oh, she'll scoot come. out and fly out and never face the music on that. Okay, so there. So what happens is the producers will fucking check her. If need be to create drama, like one of the best yeah. scenes, I don't know if, if uh, you, you ever saw this, but George and Anfisa, if Ryan, you remember them, I'm sure. Oh, so yeah. there was a scene in a, a different 90 day season where George had gone to a divorce lawyer <laughs> and talked about getting a divorce from his 90 day fiance Anfisa, but changed his mind and never told Anfisa. So they were, they were sitting down for an interview and the producer was like, so I don't know what it exactly was. It's like, uh, is that when you went to the divorce lawyer and George's <laughs> face fucking dropped? Like, oh, <laughs> and it, he did a thing where he always laughs when he's li- wise. He's yeah. like, oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then it created a shit storm. Yeah. That's what the producers of 90 Day will do. They're not going to let shit slide if it's uh, going to create drama. Yeah, they're going to they're going to let this they're going to let her tease it out as long as possible. And then it's going to blow up spectacularly. Like, I hope it's at the altar. Like, I, I hope that that's when she decides to finally come clean about it. But I actually feel bad for Yazan because, you know, he was obviously a little bit psycho when she first got there. And maybe with good reason, but not to the extent that he was psycho. And then it's like the way he handled her freak out and her just being crazy and, and like the whole thing with the pants and, and like her shrieking in the car and yelling. And then he takes her to the apartment. and then. Like a gentleman or a true believer, leaves. Doesn't even throw a throw a quick dick in. 
in there in that apartment. She's like, bye. And she wanted it too. She was like, we're leaving. You know what? I actually was shocked. She didn't cause a scene when he was leaving. I was very surprised about that. So yanking his pubic hair out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's next week's episode. (laughs) Coming next week. (laughs) So yeah, that was, that was crazy. And yeah, Brittany is pure, pure trash. Um, Any other final thoughts? So are any of these couples actually going to get married? Do you think? I, well, submitted Jenny probably cannot because it's going to take him 10 years to get a divorce. Uh, can Kenneth and Armando get married in Mexico? Do they allow same-sex marriages? Because if they do, that's a good question. They're, they're, hmm. they're, I mean, a lock. Yeah, that's that's what's going to happen. It's probably going to be, you know, one hour of them like at the altar. Uh, Brittany yeah. is on, obviously not. Jahoon and Devin Devon aren't they? Are they already married? I don't know. I haven't. I'm not up. I have to check the uh, Reddit. Might, no, no, I'm not, I'm not saying yeah. like. I mean, from last season, I thought they got married. What would be great is if they got married, but then it was a fake priest. And he goes, you got your hooned. Really trying to push that catchphrase. <laughs> hey, when this podcast takes now. off, that's just going to be on bumper stickers and T-shirts. <laughs> okay. You got your hooned. All right. Well, I'll wait for that day. Yeah. And then uh, as far as Ariella and Biniam, uh, once Ariella dies on the table giving birth, that will be off the table. So, probably. I, tragic I'm going to say there's no way she gives birth in uh, Ethiopia. I don't know, man. I saw some preview where it looked like she was in the hospital giving birth and like mm. her heart stopped or something. What? Something crazy. Now, granted, they also know how to cut this shit. Yeah, they you know, cut like, it like right before. Yeah. And two minutes later, it's like, oh no, everything's fine. Yeah, yeah it's like they oh, the, the, the plug. Came, yeah, the plug fell and out. And then it's cut. Yeah, it's just a normal <laughs> sound. It's who like kicked, who kicked the wire out. Uh, and then also like below deck, I've watched so many seasons of that where they end it and they're like a deck hand gets pulled off the boat and you're like, Oh shit. And then it's like one second of footage. And the guy's like, I'm okay. (laughs) You motherfuckers. So like, you know, with, um, what's her face? Uh, well, they've been teasing that what's going to happen next week. I'm on below deck for a while with the, the jet ski flipping over. Right. Yeah. And uh, Malia jumping in the water. It's probably going to be stupid. But, I'm yeah. sure it's going to be her jumps. In the, and also she, the guy flips over like 300 yards away. You know, like if he's drowning, he's done. <laughs> he's drowning. Let's see how fast you are, Michael Phelps. Yes, yeah, Exactly. Is stay there a on. quicker way to get there? Like maybe you should just a lift the anchor and, and <laughs> have the boat drive over there. Yeah, just like throw, you know, throw something at him because you're not going to get there in time. Yeah. Well, we'll see. All right. Well, you guys get- I've had enough talking to you guys for today. I've had I don't know about you guys. More than enough. Yeah. All right. You guys get the sign off down for the show. I still no. don't know what it is. No. B&B bongin. See you next week. Hey. I'm not saying that. Who is that? Yes, we will die. Back-